How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Welcome to Faith in the Zone, a show about sports and faith and how the two come together in lives being touched. Right now, discover how people in sports walk in faith with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time, all this time, you covered me. Welcome to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Mike McGivern flying solo this week. Pastor Ken Keltner from Brookside Baptist Church should be back with me next week. Excited about today's show. Anytime I get a chance to talk to an old friend, it's always good. And uh, this time of year, with all the stuff going on in college basketball, not only the tournament coming up, uh, but some of the things off the court that a lot of people are talking about, I I felt the need to reach out to Pete Weary. And uh, he is... uh, He's a friend from a long time ago, and he is with the Nations of Coaches. In fact, um, the Pete is uh, in the development side. He's character coach uh, placement for Nat- uh, Nations of Coaches. We've had Pete on uh, probably a year and a half ago, and wanted to touch base with him again and talk to him for a couple of segments. The last two segments, we're going to talk to Mike Lightfoot, who's also um, with the Nations of Coaches. He is the regional director for Indiana and Michigan. And as we're talking to these guys, if you get a chance, go to nationsofcoaches.com for a couple of reasons. One, it's a great website. talks a lot about some of the things they do, their mission statement, what, what they feel they, they need to develop, not only with the coaches, college coaches around the country, but the players. And when you're on that website, if, uh, if you're feeling led to, to help these guys out, there's a, there's a way to do that. And uh, and Pete Weary and Mike Lightfoot, two two guys that we've had on Faith in the Zone that I'm big fans of. And when you're on that website, if you uh, believe in the mission that they're that they're in right now, uh, they could use your help. And and uh, I would truly take a look at the website, take a look at the work they're doing. And uh, again, if you're feeling led, you can help them out. Hey, Pete, how you been, man? It's always good to talk to you. Mike, I'm doing great. It's an honor to be on, and that's not just rhetoric. I'm thankful for the work that you and Ken are doing uh, with this uh, opportunity to share uh, faith and uh, athletics. Hey, Pete, where uh, where are you right now? Are you in Florida? Yeah, you know what? Uh, please, you might not want to let this sneak out. I am driving and uh, heading to Fort Myers tonight uh, to uh, see some coaches. Uh, University of North Florida is playing Florida Gulf Coast tonight in the semis of the American uh, the Atlantic Sun Tournament. So I am uh, headed there to, to, to serve some coaches, and then uh, tomorrow I'll be driving to Miami and meeting with some other coaches. So great opportunity to serve. Not not a bad gig if you can get it, Pete. Not a bad no. gig. Not no. a bad gig no. at all. No, it beats a 15-passenger van and six inches of snow in Wisconsin. I did that for a while, and uh, that's okay. I, this has been... I'm thankful for where God's led me. 
Well, I look, I, I know my son had some battles against the teams that you coached. And we'll, you know what? One day you and I'll have a cup of coffee and talk about that last game at Northland. Man, I've never in my life seen anything like that. We'll have we'll have that discussion one day. There's no doubt. You know, Mike, we, Mike I think we already have, and I, I think I know where you're headed. And uh, I, if I was you, I can understand. But I can't do anything about it. I'm just coaching my team. Man, it was awesome, <laughs> Pete. It, you know, those games between Maranatha and Northland were. Uh, were just really funny. When I tell people, look, when they used to play, you better get there a couple hours before game time. You're not getting in. And people would be, they'd look at me like, what, Maranatha and, and Northland? And I go, yeah, it was, uh, it was awesome. Anytime that they played, the two Baptist colleges at that point here in the state of Wisconsin, and, and uh, a ton of respect for, for the way that Pete Weary's team played. And I was always hoping that that Matthew, my son's team, would get out of there with a win. Uh, sometimes they did, but sometimes they didn't. And it was always fun to to watch. Hey, Pete, let's talk a little bit, if we can, about nations of coaches and some of the things that uh, that you guys are trying to accomplish. And when I called you the, the other day and said, "Look, maybe you know you guys are needed more now than maybe ever before in the history of college basketball." And you said, look, that, that might be a fact. And, and you know, we, we need to make sure that we got the right guys in the right places that, that, are, that are here to help these coaches and these players on different college campuses. Well, Mike, I think you, you uh, broach a subject that's extremely, uh, I don't know, I guess it's difficult sometimes for me to talk about because I think we've kind of lost some perspective of why we started athletics in colleges, it was to educate young men and so forth. And But the pressures of winning, because the pressures of funding a school off to athletics has led to some really, uh, I guess the best word I could use is disheartening things at times. Uh, before I got on this call, I just found out a guy that was given a head job. He's been there one year. Just got let go. Uh, and uh, he had a five-year deal. He's one year into it. Didn't even have the team except for got it in the fall, which anybody that knows college basketball, they're not your players. <laughs> and, uh, and that's just the pressures that these coaches face. And then in the light of that, what's going on in college basketball in regards to uh, scandals and so forth, I, I put it this way. Um, the Houston Astros won the World Series. And if you ask anybody where the Astros play, they'll say, well, Minute Maid Park. But that's not what it was. It was Enron Stadium. Right. And there's, a, and there's a reason it's not Enron. And when money and greed get involved, uh, we also often lose perspective of what's really important, which is people and uh, especially young athletes. Yeah, I, I agree with that, Pete. And, and you know, when, when, it, when I'm looking through uh, some of the things and, and the website, again, nationsofcoaches.com, and there, there's a number of ways that you guys go about doing what you do. But one and, and the most important part, I think, is is being able to place character coaches um, in, in with different teams and different uh, campuses. Uh, can you talk a little bit about 
um, how you guys find character coaches and what their job description would be. I, I would assume it changes from school to school. But if 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 you find a, a a guy that you believe is a good fit as a character coach, can you talk a little bit about what they do and how they do it? Yeah, you know, Mike, it's amazing to me. I think it's because of your um, knowledge and education of college basketball that you would have, without me sharing even that, the insight to see, see those things. First of all, every character coach understands that they're responsible to the head coach, and head coaches are all different, and they're – they want some of them uh, are very uh, culture oriented, and others are much more, uh, you know, grindstone guys. Get just get in there and get in the gym. So our character coaches have to be well aware of who they're working for. They are there to serve the coach, as well as the team. And so it is imperative that as we go out and find, and 95% of our character coaches are volunteers. They're either. Uh, men in uh, spiritual ministry that are involved in athletics, sports ministry, or if they're uh, assistant pastors at churches, or however that may roll, they understand they're there to serve the coaches and how far does this coach want to go? What, what does he want to do? Uh, sometimes we just do character moments once a week. Other times, um, literally, we have character coaches that travel with the team. They want them there because, uh, I'll give you a for instance, I was with a team as the character coach and one of the players um, lost uh, twins. He was uh, getting ready to have twins and he lost twins. And, you know, I'm just being honest with you. None of the fans know this is going on and they expect the coach to win that game, but he's got, the coach needs to help that young man deal with this. Just lost two babies. Right. And, and so suddenly I'm uh, given the privilege, not an easy privilege, but the privilege to counsel a young man how to walk through this, which I, I think everybody that's on the radio hearing this understands this is not an easy discussion for even a guy like me who's 56. So these are the things that young people are dealing with, and we've got to make sure as we're finding coaches, uh, character coaches, they mesh with the character coach, and they understand they're there to serve the coaches and the players. Hey, Pete, when, when you approach um, a different you know, campus and and is it all Division One or is it Division One, Two, and Three NAI? Are you guys you know across the board with that? Yes, we go Division One all the way down to, and I love to say this because I did it: N double C double A D two. Man, that's <laughs> hey, that that's or good. US, that's good basketball. Right. I mean, we're there to support the challenges that coaches are facing today because of the challenges in our country with young people are totally different than they were 30 years ago. Totally different. Uh, often the, co- the head coach is a surrogate parent in a lot of ways. And uh, we're there to support him with that. You know, and I got to be honest, I'm back coaching now, Pete, and it's th- my 36th year. And sometimes at the high school level, you're a surrogate parent as well. And For it's, sure. it's uh I had a guy on Faith in the Zone a while back, and I asked him. He's a Division One football coach, and I said, "Hey, the kids have changed over the years, don't you think?" And he said, "No, actually, I, I don't." He said, "When I was a head Division One football coach, I think he said at the age of twenty-eight, he was the youngest NCAA Division One head coach at that time." And he said, "Look, I was four years removed from playing. I was the cool guy." 
He said, now I'm 44. I'm married. I got three kids. I'm not the cool guy anymore. I've changed. I'm the guy that wants to get out of practice, go home and see his kids. When I was 26, 27, 28, I was hanging out in the locker room. We are laughing, having a good time. He said, I don't know if they've changed, but I know I've changed. Yeah, I think um, coaches probably and the players, uh, there's a dynamic there that is always uh, fluid. I think the biggest change is uh, for everyone involved is expectations and so forth. There used to be a time 30 years ago, uh, and I'll use Mark Richt as an illustration. I don't know if you could find a guy that develops young men better than Mark Richt did, and I know Georgia's happy because they've got themselves in the college football playoff. The truth is uh, everybody in Miami's really happy Mark Rick got fired at Georgia because they love him because he develops people. It's just a challenge, you know, that we're facing uh, uh, what is – the main priority. Hey, we're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue with Pete Weary. Uh, nationsofcoaches.com. If you want to follow Pete on Twitter, it's at Coach Pete Weary. Servant of Christ, uh, called the disciple others, husband to Lisa, father to PJ and Drew. Again, you can follow him at Coach Pete Weary, W E H R Y. But go to that website, Nations, uh, Nations of Coaches. Uh, dot com. We'll continue our conversation with Pete on the other side of the break. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. More now of Faith in the Zone. Discovering people of sports and their walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Brookside Baptist Church. Back with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time Covered me. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan, Mike McGivern again, flying solo this week. Pastor Ken Keltner from Brookside Baptist Church should be back in studio with me next week. I'm talking to a couple of guys from Nations of Coaches. Pete Weary, he's a character coach placement um, guy for Nations of Coaches. Hey, Pete, would you uh, explain what that means, the character coach placement? Yes, my responsibilities are to um, locate, place, and then follow up with our character coaches. What we do is this. We'll go to an area depending on what school it is, where it is. Because, uh, again, your first one of your questions was so good. We do junior colleges. There's a junior college that's, you know, two hours from a major city. That's going to be more of a challenge. But we'll go to an area. We'll interview four to five guys, video conference, try to keep costs down and so forth. And then literally uh, we'll get the character coach and the coach together, and they'll walk through it. That's the placing part. Um, We added a coach this year. I mean, a character coach this year, I'm looking right at it. And uh, we had a couple candidates. He went with uh, a different guy uh, that we expected he would. But we felt like, man, that's a good one. And it's been nothing but a home run. The the follow-up is this. Within a year, we try to get to that school and interview the coach and interview the player and say, you know, I'm the character coach, and say, how's this rolling? How's it going? What do you think we could do to be help you guys be more successful? And um, 
that's mainly the, the, the thrust there. And always, always we train them. And uh, we literally raise the funds to, to get them to our annual training, which is usually in September. We will go sometimes on site if they've missed that. And we train them not only in uh, NCAA rules, okay, but also in, you know, how to minister to the coach, how to minister to the players, things they can and cannot do, um, especially if they're not basketball guys. So is it, that's, how, that's how it works. Is it hard, Pete, for, for somebody who's not a basketball guy to understand um, – and I'm sure it can be done, but is it easier for a guy that understands and been around the game for a while? Mike, you said this earlier, and I, I still I go back to the premise that you have an understanding of what you're doing with the game and so forth. For some coaches, they want a basketball guy. For some coaches, they're sick of talking about basketball. They want somebody just to talk to them about other stuff. They don't want to talk about basketball. So you've got to kind of get that read. And so the difficulty may be in, well, what kind of guy did we get for that coach? Right. I worked with a guy. He was grateful that I knew basketball because he was going through a basketball scenario. And I didn't talk to him about basketball, but that I understood the language and the frustration helped him. It all comes down to teaching a coach again and where they're at. Hey, Pete, how do you get the coach on the uh, – so do you guys approach – these coaches, or do they come to you and say, hey, look, I know that you're out there and, and I'm looking for you to possibly come and, and, and work with our staff, or do you guys go in and, and see if you can't get in front of each coach? Mike, it's such a good question because when, we first, when I first started with Nation of Coaches, we were a garage band. That's how we described ourselves. And um, we had 50 character coaches at that time. I was the first regional director in Florida – and uh, that was because we had five or six schools and we needed to have a hub there. We right now, in five years, have 120. Wow. Okay? And we are no longer going out and trying to find it because we're trying to develop, build our development to fund it because we, we do everything by cash and we fund it. We, we, we don't ask anything from coaches because everybody asks stuff from coaches. Hey, be at this thing. You do this. So we serve them. With that said, we're not selling it. Guess who's selling it now, Mike? Who? Coaches. Yeah. yeah. Coaches are saying, you need one of these. This guy, they're not, they're not here to get something. They're here to help us. And so last year we added 25. Right now on the docket, and that's my responsibility, we have 25 to get done for next year, and we haven't even started our final four ministry where we have a booth and so forth. And our, we have two guys going to all the NAI tournaments. Our guess is that this year we will be adding between 35 and 50, which I'll be honest with you is a challenge uh, personnel-wise and development-wise, financially, because it's just growing that fast. Good for you. Coaches, yeah, it's awesome. I'm still I'm in shock that I'm part of it. You're not, hey, you're, you're not a garage band anymore, pal. No, no, we're, 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 we've got some hits. We're not the Eagles, but we're, we're working on it. boy. Hey, you know, we, we've got about another 10 or f- uh, maybe 10 minutes or so, and, and I, I need people to understand that when you're talking about nations of coaches, so we, they do character coaches that will, will serve college basketball coaches. And yes. th- But the other part of this, and there's, there's th- kind of three prongs to this, one is marriage and family. 
And you guys, look, I know as a high school coach how difficult it is sometimes. I've I haven't been home in the winter for 36 years, you know? I mean, I've been I've been in a gym and my wife understands it and I talk to people about I always say there's a special place in heaven for coaches' wives, but you guys take another step. And and you talk about being, you know, married as a coach is really tough because it you know, the coach is the face of the program, but his wife is is part of this thing as truly as much as he is. And so you guys, yeah. t- you guys yeah. take another step into that, and you support coaches and their families, um, and and you guys do a a family marriage um, kind of weekend, correct? Right. Well, we are actually. You mentioned it very nicely. There's three prongs. We have the character coach. That's kind of the bread and butter because they're around there all the time. Then, and then what those character coaches will do is often promote or help us, and the coaches will see it. We have two other. Uh, major prongs and that is a lot of leadership training and then the one you just mentioned which is huge we do uh, a marriage conference we are blessed with a, a ministry that provides it for free for coaches we uh, last year we had 50 coaches and their wives come for free and uh, they do marriage counseling and training um, and, and I can't even explain to you all that goes on there it's so impacting uh, on the coaches and their wives. I've literally had coaches and their wives in tears thanking us for investing in their life. Um, it, it, included in that, uh, and I, I don't want to get too specific here, but some people in, in Wisconsin might know this. There's a head coach who uh, is from Wisconsin, and he's a head coach at a different school. He got the job, and then within – uh, six months, his wife got sick with uh, leukemia and uh, or lymphoma, and uh, we supported her and uh, tried we can financially and some other ways to help because he's got to win games, he's got to keep his job, but his wife is battling cancer. Oh boy! And so, yeah, I mean, this is the deal. We we are there to help coaches and uh, marriage, and uh, you said it so well. Marriage and family, and that is, that's not even including uh, recruiting in the spring and the fall, them being gone. Uh, Boy, I, coaches were gone. twenty In July, coaches will be gone 28 out of the 31 days. Yeah, I don't – That that's a hard, hard uh, road to be able to keep a healthy marriage, keep a happy home. You know, it, it talks on, on your website, develop complete players, but then invest in coaches in their marriages – Help coaches navigate their leadership roles. The, I think it's a, it's the hardest thing to do is when you're focused so heavily on your basketball team and your program and what it looks like from the outside, what it feels like from the inside, to then go home and be able to put that on the shelf, to be able to, to just completely focus on your wife and your family. It's a look as you know when you were ahead. Uh, Coach at but Northland, that's a really hard thing to do. Mike, my wife would be talking to me, and she would stop and look at me sometimes and go, are you thinking about what I'm saying, or are you trying to figure out how you're going to beat a team? And I would just kind of stop. I'd get a wry smile, and she'd go, I knew it. <laughs> I mean, it's just you're just sitting there, you're trying to figure out what's the next thing, or how can I um, motivate this one young man who – you know, you you got an 18-year-old kid who may be falling in love with a girl, and he's got classwork, and he's away from home for the first time. 
He can't. He's not old enough to close the McDonald's, but he's got to win you an NCAA game. Right. That's just the reality of it. And if he doesn't, you get fired. That's just bizarre to me, but that's what we're dealing with. That is what we're dealing with. Again, he is Pete Weary. He is uh, part of Nations of Coaches. Go to nationsofcoaches.com. Um, it is uh, – and follow Pete on Twitter. It's at uh, Coach uh, Pete Weary. And uh, I like what he says about himself. Servant of Christ, called to disciple others. Husband of Lisa, father of PJ and, and Drew. And again, nationsofcoaches.com is their website. Really quickly, um, Pete, how do these coaches survive? It, 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 is it truly just funded by people that believe in their mission? Um, and are any of these guys full-time two nations of coaches, the character coaches yes. themselves? Yes. yes. Um, most of those uh, character coaches are um, volunteers. Many of us that are full-time, not character coaches, but working for nations of coaches, to place them, um, raise our own support. But we do have a few schools, and these are usually private institutions, who make that choice. And uh, the head coach has said, I want somebody full-time pouring into my players, um, you know, spiritually as well as just socially. Um, and so we have, uh, at this point, I can think of uh, three or four right now that come to mind um, that they're full-time. And the coaches help them raise their support. Um, and they've chosen that because they've seen the incredible benefits for not only their program and their culture, but for that young man and the individual. Hey, Pete, thank you so much. Uh, safe travels. Again, nationsofcoaches1word.com. Get a chance, go on that website and and read what they're doing, their mission statement, You know what they're doing for some of these college coaches, and understand in the world that we are in right now, uh, these guys need your prayers more than anything. And if, if you're feeling led to, to help them financially, um, you know, let's go ahead and do that. They are not yet in the state of Wisconsin. I'm pushing w- Coach Weary here to get somebody here in the state of Wisconsin. Our next guest, Mike Lightfoot, he's the regional director for Indiana and Michigan. We'll see if he'll – might as well hang out. If you're going to M- Indiana and Michigan, Wisconsin's not too far away. Pete, I'm going to push uh, Coach Lightfoot to come up to this neck of the woods. We just talked about it yesterday, so I know there's a need and we'd love to serve a lot of schools. A lot of schools. You bet. Hey, Pete, uh, thank you so much for a couple minutes of your time. Safe travels. We'll be in touch. Thank you very, very much. You bet. We'll get to, uh, get to break. Other side of the break, again, Mike Lightfoot. He's the regional director for Indiana and Michigan for Nations of Coaches. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone, an inside look at people in sports and their walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Sorens Ford of Brookfield. Here's host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time, all this time, you covered me. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan, Mike McGivern, flying solo this week. Pastor Ken Keltner should be back in studio next week. It's a great first uh, first two segments with Pete Weary. Again, he's the character coach placement guy with Nations of Coaches. We are now joined by Mike Lightfoot. 
Regional Director for Indiana and Michigan. And if you've spent any time listening to Faith in the Zone, I have probably told this story a hundred times about a, a coach at a Division Three school. Um, I thought it was Division Three in Indiana. wasn't exactly sure who it was and how he bought the book, I'm Not a Fan, and he, he got a bracelet that went along with it, and he wore that bracelet, and somebody would say, who aren't you a fan of? And he'd say, I'm not a fan of Jesus Christ. And people would look at him like, are you kidding me? And he said, no, I'm not a fan because fans sit on the sidelines. I'm a follower. Can I talk to you about yeah. it? And, yeah. and guess what? Mike Lightfoot, our next <laughs> guest, when I called him, I said, Coach, please tell me that was you. And he said, yes, sir, yeah. that was me. We're now That's joined me. again. I've got the, the bracelet on as we speak. That's awesome. The regional director, Indiana and Michigan for Nations of Coaches. Again, as we talk to Mike, uh, go to nationsofcoaches.com and take a look at the mission statement and kind of the soul of what this, this organization is. And you will be impressed, I can tell you that, with the problems that, that we have right now going through with some of the college basketball coaches throughout the country. And I think we are, for, I think we're at the tip of the iceberg myself. Uh, I I believe that. And and I think now more than ever before, we need to have character coaches on the campuses working with these coaches at all levels at division three, division two, division one, NAIA, I, you know, junior college. If, if, if we could have, you know, 400, 500 of these guys throughout the country, I don't even know if that would be enough, but nations of coaches is doing what they can to be character coaches and be good good citizens for these guys, these coaches, and they're serving these guys. They're alongside them to help. And we are joined now by Mike Lightfoot. Coach, it's good to hear you. How is retirement from, from coach, and how are you doing with that? <laughs> well, you know, it, there are some things. After you do something for 39 years and then 30 of them as a head college basketball coach, there are parts of it that you're just instinctively going to miss. You know, I miss some relationships with the players, especially day-to-day. I think that was something that I really cherished is the years of being able to be with these young guys. It kept me young, kept me active. But uh, this transition to Nation of Coaches has been uh, wonderful for me because I, I'm still in the game, even though I'm not coaching a specific team. I'm still coaching coaches now. And uh, that's been really rewarding. I just spent a lot of time mentoring and trying to develop these guys and help them now that I think we're at a crisis point in our sport. I agree. I agree. Coach, I I wonder if if, uh, every once in a while when you start talking to a younger coach, if if he goes off and Googles your name and he finds out that, you know, for the most part, a lot of those wins that you have were at Bethel College – from 1987 to 2017, he was the fastest winning coach in college basketball history to reach 300, 400, and the 500 win plateau. Inducted to the NAIA Hall of Fame in 2009. You know, if if they don't know you when you walk in to introduce yourself, Coach, I got to believe that when you leave and they Google you, they got to feel pretty comfortable that you understand that the uh, about the wars that they're going through right now. Well, I... I, you know, I don't know about my my accomplishments. I think those are things that I've been blessed with. But the thing that I can tell them and, and has helped me a lot is that I've walked in their shoes. And lots of times we can say to people, well, we know how you feel, but they they really don't know. And uh, 
I think that uh, this just gives me credibility. And I've been very fortunate to get in some doors that a lot of other people have not been able to, especially in the state of Indiana and Michigan. Hey, Coach, what, as the regional director for Indiana and Michigan, is is your job right now to, to find guys that you believe would be good character coaches for some of the, the college coaches in those two states? Is that kind of what a regional director is doing? Yeah, that is. That's that's a really good point. I think that is my, my first and foremost responsibility. But before we can reach that point, um, college basketball coaches, as you go up the ladder, uh, really don't trust anybody. Uh, they they have got a very small circle they run in. Uh, if they don't just connect with their staff, that's about it. And so one of the major things I have found before I even get to the point of introducing a character coach is building relationships with the coaches uh, in the state of Indiana and Michigan. The good thing about my situation is I already have established so many relationships over the years, so it helps. But uh, for some coaches that I don't know well, this has been a challenge for me. And, and I, honestly, it's been it's been really awesome because I've been never turned down and been able to go to every coach's practice and be in, in their office without without any hesitation. So it's been a, a good time for me to uh, build relationships and renew relationships with coaches. So, so Mike, then when, when you do that, um, do you have character coaches right now in Indiana and Michigan that after you open the door and, 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 and get that trust that you're able to then walk in, you know, into the practice or into the office and say, look, this is a young man that I feel pretty confident will be able to kind of, you know, be your character coach. And, and is that kind of what your, your yeah. job is right now? That's exactly right. We're trying. So not only are we trying to, cause I don't want to go to a, well, let's say I'd go to IU and say, Hey, we, we would like to have a character coach for you. Then not find one. Uh, so I'm working uh, behind the scenes uh, looking for great people, great men who would be a, a great uh, addition to a, to a program as a character coach. And then as, this, as we build these relationships, eventually this coach can say, hey, who, can I meet with somebody? And I said, yep, I've got two or three people I'd like to, for you to sit down with. And then if you feel comfortable with one of them, then let's uh, – Let's place them and let's get to let's get to work. Again, as we talk, uh, go to nationsofcoaches.com. If you're feeling led, uh, you can you can help yeah. these guys out financially. And and look, this is a really good ministry that is is just now I think at almost the grassroots level. As Coach Weary said, look in the beginning we were a garage band, and and now right. we're starting to get a little bit bigger. But with that size, I think it takes more people like us that believe in in, in what they're doing and in, in, in their their mission statement and their ministry to be able to help some of these guys do this and still live and not have to work, you know, two full time jobs or two part time jobs to be able to do the things that that the Lord is is calling them to do. Again, nationsofcoaches.com is is a great place to to start. Hey, um, Mike, before we get to a break. What will it take for, for, for you guys to maybe venture into the state of Wisconsin and, and start working with and serving some of the coaches here in the state? Well, you know, I think that uh, we just need to have someone step forward, someone that uh, believes in the mission 
uh, it took me really a four-year period of time to kind of continue to look at nation of coaches, think about my next challenge, my next opportunity, and uh, and then I, you know, I got planted right where I'm at. I think that we need somebody in Wisconsin, and possibly even uh, Southern or Northern Illinois. Right. That says, you know what, I'm I'm the guy that needs to be the regional director. Uh, I felt like Mason uh, coaches did a tremendous job of preparing me. Uh, Pete Weary was great at kind of mentoring me through this process. I'm I'm only in it one year so far, and and so I'm a rookie. But just being able to understand the process and uh, the things that need to be done, we really need uh, a regional director for Wisconsin. It's such a great state with a great history in sports and athletics. Uh, and so we need a, a person to step up and say, you know, I am really interested in being able to impact. One of the things I just think of, many times males, Christian men are looking for a niche. This is a great niche for, for men uh, that uh, love sports and love the Lord. Boy, it's a, a great point there. And and as we talked with, with Pete Weir, you know, it's not – uh, 100% necessary that, that you are really knowledgeable or have coached, been on the sidelines, been on the court. It helps, but not all these coaches are looking to talk basketball all the time. Sometimes they're they're tired of talking basketball. They want to talk oh, about yeah. life. And we're going to continue our conversation with Mike Lightfoot. Um, we, we touched on the marriage and family part of all this, but I want to talk to you a little bit about that as well, Mike, because that. You know, I know as a, a guy that coached for a long time, and, and I do it on the high school level, it's, it's a difficult thing to continue to have a strong marriage and walk worthy and make sure that, that your focus is, is correct. And it, it takes us, some of us, a little longer than others to figure that out. But, you know, hopefully we all figure it out. We're talking again with Mike Lightfoot. He's the regional director, Indiana and Michigan, for Nations of Coaches. Nationsofcoaches.com is where you're going to find information. And if you're listening to this and, and you think maybe you are that guy or you want to know more about it, to become the regional director for the state of Wisconsin, that's the website to go and, and get the information that you need. Or you can call me here at the radio station, and I'll walk you through some of the things that I know and feel about this organization. And it's, uh, I think they're doing a great job. Let's get you a break. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Back to Faith in the Zone, a journey on how people in sports walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Fella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Here's host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time, all this time, you covered me. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Again, Mike McGivern flying solo this week. We're talking to Mike Lightfoot. He is with Nations of Coaches. He is the regional director for Indiana and Michigan. Hey, Mike, we had talked a little bit about the marriage and family side of, of what Nations of Coaches do. And, 
And I know from, and you know for as long as uh, we have both coached, how important the marriage size is and how hard it is, you know, to keep a happy home when we're thinking about if we should run man or zone, are we going to run flex or emotion and, and all the stuff that we think about during the uh, during the season. And I love the fact that you guys at Nations of Coaches understand the importance of making sure that that the coach and his wife or the coach and her husband get a time to spend a little time together and, and work on their relationship. This is really the, the key part, other than being the regional director. I, I have found this to be such a thing that my wife and I are partnering with. Uh, as we speak right now, we are working, my wife and I are working on the final four uh, marriage luncheon where we bring in, uh, it's, we pay for it. The nation of coaches uh, underwrites this, but we just have a uh, Christian counselor come in and share, and then we have a coaches panel to just kind of unpack what it takes to be a coach and a coach's wife. It takes a special person, as you know, to be a coach's wife. Uh, the coach's life is is really one of absolute chaos and craziness, and a lot of people don't see that. They just see them coaching on the sidelines, but they don't see the time away and the investment that coaches have in their players, uh, the scouting, all the other things that they have to do. And so it, it is very much a drain. Other than police officers and firefighters, um, coaching is the third highest uh, divorce rate in the country in that profession, 67%. And so we are really hitting that hard because if the home court isn't taken care of, the basketball court's not going to be taken care of. Yeah, and it's, uh, look, over the years, and I don't know because I've never coached at the college level, but I know at the high school level, you know, it went from when you started in November and you'd end mid-March, and then, you know, you might get together as a staff a little bit, but then come end of October, then you pick it up again. It's it's not like that anymore. You're in summer leagues and you're in fall leagues and you're in this tournament you're checking this kid and it it's it's not where it's six months on six months off anymore, especially you know at the high school level. I don't think it's ever been that way at the college level. I know that you guys you know it's a twelve month deal right oh absolutely, but the thing that the dynamics that we're faced with, and it's at the high school i have forty three former players of mine over the years that are now coaching at the high school level wow and and there's just so much demands on them uh but what we're finding is um, coaches, especially young assistant coaches, when they first say, you know what, I want to get into this gig and I want to be a college coach, they start out uh, getting paid very little. You know, we see all the big money at the Division One top jobs, but we don't see these guys that are way down behind on the end of the bench with their suits on there getting paid basically nothing. Uh, if the coach gets fired, they get fired. Uh, they're trying to move up the ladder. And so, like, I'm mentoring a young man right now that has been at three jobs in four years. And, you know, that means for the wife, a lot of things. For the wives out there, you know, you have a, a, a niche of friends, and all of a sudden you're pulled away from them because your husband's got another job. You you have to figure out where your kid's going to go to school, where the dentist, where this, you know, all these different things, churches and all those things. So it really puts a burden on a coach's wife. So, so Nation of Coaches is committed to not only trying to help 
players and programs, but the most important thing we can really do for a coach is help them in their marriage. He is Mike Lightfoot. Again, he is the director of Indiana and Michigan for Nations of Coaches. They are not yet in the state of Wisconsin, but if you heard our last segment, it's something that that they may um, look to do, and if there's somebody out there that will go to nationsofcoaches.com and and read about what they do and how they do it, and if you think that you're being led and you're the guy, um, you know, call me here at the radio station or, or reach out to Mike or to Pete Weary and, and just have that discussion and say, hey, look, maybe I am the guy. Let me tell you what I have some interest in. And, and when you're at that website, again, nationsofcoaches.com, if you're feeling led, there's a, there's a way to help these guys because it's not right. like there's companies that are throwing money at them to say, look, let's, uh, let's make sure that you're living a comfortable lifestyle as you're helping these other guys. That comes from us. Guys like me and guys like you that are listening to the show to be able to help them continue in this in this ministry. And again, if you know what's going on with college basketball and some of the things right now, it's it's really needed at every level. Um, these coaches are under a lot of pressure to win to keep their job. And if we can help them with some of the character coaches that that Mike and Pete and everybody in that organization are trying to get, you know, one of the things that I found on the website, Mike, that I really liked and and, and talked about character coaches, kind of what what they are as, as the foundation of the organization for nations of coaches. But then it said, why does it work? And there's three points. Yeah. Coaches have someone dedicated solely to character development. Players get someone who serves as a mentor during their playing years. And then teams get someone who helps them reach a higher level of play. That first one for me, where coaches have someone dedicated solely to character development, I think should be just a, a must for for every college coach throughout the country, both men and women. It's so true. You know, as we've talked and off the air, we've talked about the dynamics of a team reflect the dynamics of the culture that we live in. And let's face it, the culture is fragmented, where 30 years ago we had both parents in the home. We had uh, a supporting dad and a supporting mom. Those are no longer the case. If you just look at the statistics at Division One college basketball, 80% of Division One college basketball players come from a, from a one-parent home. And so that brings on the dynamics of uh, role models. Who is especially a male role model, we need character coaches to step in that gap and teach these young men what is right, what is wrong, what they should do, how they should handle situations, uh, because they have not been taught those things. They have not been mentored. There's not been modeled at the home. And that becomes a very vital part of what we're doing as character coaches at Nation of Coaches, trying to really say, we're going to roll up our sleeves and we're going to invest in these young men and uh, model things that they can see so then they can be a product that uh, will be great for our culture and our society. Hey, Mike, and you've been at this with Nations of Coaches for only a year, but I'm wondering, you know, how difficult is it, and I'm sure you guys have had these discussions with other guys that have been with Nations of Coaches for a little bit longer. When, When you're on campus and you're a character coach for a guy that you feel like is really starting to get it, and and then goes off goes off the rails a little bit or goes sideways a little bit or makes a decision that is not really with what you're trying to do. How difficult is that for you as as you know a coach from Nations of Coaches? 
Yeah, that's a challenge. But I think one of the things that we have found that uh, we're committed to the individual and we're not going to bail on him, even when they make bad decisions. Uh, right now, I have a, a, a coach that I'm dealing with, um, and I'm kind of serving as his character coach on the side because he really doesn't have anybody. He has made a lot of serious decisions, and I wish I could talk about it, but it's, you know, I, I'll just tell you this. I was sitting watching a, a college basketball game, and his name came across the bottom of the screen, you know, as I, you know, as I just got off the phone with him because there's things that he has probably made poor decisions with. But I've got to let him know that I'm still there for him. You know, I'm not going to bail on him. Uh, I've got to be there supporting him and, and helping him and uh, letting him know that uh, there are people still that love him and uh, want to be there for him. I think that's what, as Christians, we're, we're called to do. Amen. And so I think that's our responsibility. But we're seeing more and more of that now that uh, we've seen all of the things unraveling here with uh, college basketball. Yeah, you bet. He is Mike Lightfoot, again, Regional Director for Indiana and Michigan with uh, Car- uh, Nation of Coaches. And go to nationsofcoaches.com for more information. Hey, Mike, it's always a pleasure, sir. I look forward to, to having you back on um, relatively soon. We, we just kind of touched on some of the things that Nations of Coaches do with, with marriage and family and leadership and character coaches. There's a lot more for us to talk about, and I promise I'll touch base with you here in the next few months. Well, thank you so much, and we really do need those of your listeners. You've got a great base there. We do need really someone prayerfully consider um, being a regional director for the great state of Wisconsin. Uh, uh, as I've been in it now for a year, I know that it's something they would not be disappointed. That's awesome. Again, he's Mike Lightfoot, nationsofcoaches.com. Hey, Mike, have a great day. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you. You bet. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. You've been listening to Faith in the Zone with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner. You can hear Faith in the Zone every Sunday at 8 a.m. To find past shows, exclusive podcasts, or to contribute with an inside tip for a guest, simply go to faithinthezone.com. Faith in the Zone is an inside look at people of sports and their walk in faith. Join us again next Sunday for Faith in the Zone, right here on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Was it really amazing grace? Now I know for certain, Lord, it was you that rescued me. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 